It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab a drink and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girl's night, all wrapped up into one. It's Monday morning. Good morning, ladies. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like we're on a talk show. I was going to say that. It feels <laughs> like we just have our coffee and we're like, hello, ladies. Welcome sit. back on your drive this Monday morning. <laughs> You've always wanted a talk show, though, so that's very on brand yeah. for you. Yeah, talk show sounds fun. I, sounds like would I would feel so in, out of place. <laughs> I would definitely get myself in a lot more trouble if I had airtime every day um I would need a PR person (laughs) yes that's where we draw the line (laughs) yeah so having an hour every week is like good good amount of time (laughs) good amount of time to hear I still need PR but (laughs) but you're good (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and I know some people are like you need to do two a week I'm like I don't we could not I'm sorry it's there's no way never it would never happen if we if we lived in the same town and had husbands that worked nine to fives maybe yeah maybe (laughs) but that's like never gonna we like but I kind of like to like keep you guys waiting until Monday you know it makes you want us more (laughs) (laughs) strategic okay you want what you can't have okay (laughs) So then you're that just chomping true. at the bit Monday morning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you have a heck yes? I do. So I'm in Guam. Ooh. Uh yes, the American territory of Guam. Um I love to see cars driving on the right side of the road. I love to see things naturally in English. Um mm. yeah, it's just a good, good, good break from Japan. Yeah. Um granted it's not like we have a car I think I'm gonna rent a car next weekend um so it's not like we're going a ton of places but it's still really nice we have a beach a pool um hotel and the navy pays for that um like I mentioned last pod but it kind of goes into my heck no is that this hotel has chosen for all of the guests that we want to hear loud live music until 9 p.m. Oh, 8, 9 no. p.m. every night. I thought they it was just, just have like a live day. band. Yeah, like I thought it was just a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. No, 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 no. It was yesterday and yesterday was Monday. Oh, that's and random. what they do is they have like this cup. So, so the way the hotel is, is like, you can be on the 21st floor and look all the way down to the lobby. It's like the hotel. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, so it's, there was, it was like that at seek. Yes. Like you can, that's how it was. Yeah. And so, um, you can hear everything and we're on the sixth floor, which is like kind of low. So, you close. know, yeah. Out of 20 something um, floors. Yeah, which by the way, we're moving floors today. Um <laughs> to where the 38th. I I just told Eric at the front desk, I'm like, whatever the highest and best room you can get us that's still paid for by the Navy, that's the one. Yeah. So 
yeah apparently. reasons beyond the music or um I just was like we need a king bed <laughs> oh my gosh you have a queen bed they yeah they did two queens mm-hmm. oh, and I was like gosh. we sleep in a full in Japan so I am mooching and getting a queen yeah. bed or a king bed however I can and then um the like this music so what they do is they have this like um traditional like Guam music that they have on like Friday and Saturday and it's like loud drums like singing music like you would think of you would see in Hawaii like the performances well they do it in the lobby and like okay one great two great but five like between Friday and Saturday with loud drums that last 45 minutes I mean if I had a child I would be at that front desk pissed because my child would not be napping same yeah it's interesting too is it like classified as like a resort you know what I mean like it is, is. Like it's a, a resort oh, it is spa but oh, I'm God. like I'm confused because like it's supposed to be relaxing I'm pretty sure no one's relaxed with the music this loud and then yeah. at night they have like this xylophone kind of thing with these people <laughs> yeah Yes. And it's like, like the this couple that sings and it is so, I mean, I could go on and on and on, but, um, I mean, it's like, I get it. You want to do like traditional music. Great. But it's like an experience but like every night, too, is a it's lot. too much. Yeah. It's really yeah. too much. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's a heck no. That was my heck no. Cause I, I was just, I mean, I feel bad complaining because this is a hotel that we got for free and like all this stuff. But I'm like, this is kind of like past okay. the line of appropriate. Fair. But also like, you're not just like on vacay. Like Patrick goes into work every day. Like he's yeah. there for a course. He's there for, right? Like, like, like explain to that to people sleep. who aren't in the military. Cause you're yeah. you, like, if I weren't ever associated with the military in some second life of mine, then I would hear this and be like, you mean you're just in Guam and the military is paying for a hotel and you're just at a resort and spa? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So he works every day from like eight to seven. Um, and they have like a, sometimes like he training? gets home a little earlier, but pretty much they, cause they fly and they need to do different drills and stuff in the air and they need to like practice using weapons and stuff and so living in japan the airspace is also japan's airspace right so they need to share it and it's limited and so they use that for their commercial flights and everything like that but here in guam the airspace is a lot wider we like as a is an american territory you own more what i understand is you just own more space you have a lot more freedom we have different islands that are vacant that you can practice like doing weapon stuff on mm-hmm. Dro- mm-hmm. like dropping whatever you need to drop and like practicing stuff. Yeah. So they have a ton, like, although they're only here for 11 working days, they have a ton of flights, probably, I mean, yeah, tons of flights. So he's flying yeah. every day and, or writing the schedule. Cause he writes the schedule. So yeah, he's okay. gone for most well, of the it, day. And then on the weekends he's free. So got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. Like yesterday, he left at like 7.30 and got back at 7.30, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, like it's y'all just like, like a, roaming a spot. No, it's like together. just a, Obviously, just a I know this. Yeah, yes, but. it's just a bunch of wives 
that I be, I'm in my room for like half the day working, most of the day working. And then I go out at like three, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Anyways. Thanks. Yeah. And thanks for the loud music. I know. I know. I'm going to have to record it and like put it on the one tag because you guys are going to be like, yeah, that's actually quite ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but what's really cool is like, I can see Patrick like fly over the hotel. Aww, like if you're on the beach, okay. you can like see the jet fly over. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, my man. Of, I know. I know. Enough about me though. Uh, what's your heck yes? My heck yes is making the cut on Amazon Prime. Have you ever watched it? No. Heidi. I thought you meant that you cut Heidi off Klum? Amazon Prime. What? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's called, it's a show called Making the Cut. Heidi Klum. I love her. It's like, I know, me too. It's called Making the Cut. It's on Amazon Prime and it's this like fashion show. And it reminds me so much of senior year of graphic design, like having really specific, like, um projects with like a deadline and like super strict like boundaries and stuff and you just have to create within and then like you get judged for it and someone goes home every round and then it like amps up and all this stuff and I just love it so much because then towards the end there's like three or four people left and they have to create like a concept store which makes me think of senior thesis and, and senior year and it was just so fun seeing them like create a store that like makes sense with their brand and you've been following along with them so you have an idea of what their style is yeah. and what they're going to create and then they have to create oh, 10 cool. pieces and it's so fun I love it so much so that and Survivor are my go-tos um, <laughs> I'm surprised you don't like watch America's Next Top Model or something then I used to watch that a little bit, but it's hard to find stuff on, what was that on Amazon Prime or Netflix where yeah. it's not old and grainy. I like the a old lot ones. Of them are, oh, I only really like the old ones because I'm like, okay, this isn't like woke and true. Um, it's That's just true. like the old, like their fashion yeah. is so funny to yeah. see for like 2004. It is. Yeah. Uh, um, and then my heck no is that it was windy today and I went outside, like literally the only time I went out front this morning was to put the girls in the car so we could go get McDonald's for lunch. And I look <laughs> over and half of our trash has flown into our neighbor's yard. And I was like, oh my gosh. And they're like, they're the neighbors that we wave to, but we've never really had in-depth conversations with because on the right they, or the left, the, like if I'm in my house, they're to the left. Uh-huh. Okay. Got and it. they like. I don't know, not because we haven't wanted to, but just because like they wore their masks much longer than everyone else here in Alabama. So we just felt like if we went over to talk to them for long, they'd be like, you're encroaching on my space. Get out. You're breathing on me. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Just, just has not felt super mutual, I guess. I don't know. So I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. They're going to kill us if they come outside and see our trash all over. So I had the girls strapped in the car and I'm like picking up individual pieces of trash from our neighbor's yard. And I was like, this is fun. It's <laughs> just how I wanted to spend my morning, or my afternoon. But that's that was nice of you to pick now. it up and just pretend you didn't see it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I wasn't going to leave it. <laughs> it was like they, yeah, you, they would have had a reason to hate you yeah they had like a there was like a milk gallon jug there was like a public soda cup that like all over and so I was like this is not a good look at all and it was because we like didn't tie one of the trash bags yeah so it was just like nice. open and just like congratulations yeah yeah congratulations <laughs> you're our neighbor <laughs> oh, okay so 
we have two what in the dang heck moments but yeah. before we're gonna leave you on the on the edge before <laughs> we we talk about them catholic company they're back we love them you all know them yes. and one thing that i feel like we never talked about that is such a big bonus of the catholic company is they have catholic art prints that are already pre-framed so mm-hmm. like the biggest thing about like getting prints is you have to one print them and then you have to two find them find a frame and actually like frame it and do that um I get so many compliments on my Catholic company prints they have beautiful golden like more vintage looking frames on almost all of their prints and the price is like really really reasonable because buying frames, if you're not just thrifting them are really expensive anyway. Yeah. But like, if you were to talk or type in on Catholic company, um, Madonna of the streets on canvas in gold oval frame. I love that painting. So gorgeous. And it's like in this gold vintage, like pretty frame. And I have so unique too. And I have I one that. like this because oval looks so good on top of each other. Like if you have two oval, like vertically mm-hmm. on top of each other. And then I have one that is um, our lady of perpetual help Florentine framed print. And it's actually sitting. So something really genius in our house back in Kentucky is on our um, oven, like stovetop vent. There's like a ledge where you can put artwork. And so I have Ew. one of those there and yeah, I love that. But definitely check them out. Almost all their artwork, which brings actually, it's like makes a gift even more worth it because you're not just sending someone a print. If that makes sense. Right. Sending someone a project because chances are, it's not going to happen. You need to give them with the frame and you can do that with Catholic company. And I know it comes in like it's, it comes like all packaged up and plastic and everything really well yeah. done. Um, but you can get 15% off with code heck 15, all caps, H E C K one five for 15% off Catholic company. And you can find all of their links in our show notes. Yes. I love them so much. I need to get that Madonna in the streets one. Yes. My favorite. And I don't have any oval photos. They're gorgeous. Just like love. two of them, you know, like, yeah, I can picture it on top. Yeah. Okay. Should I go first or you go first? Um, you go first. Yours is like actually a what in a dang heck moment. Mine's more of just like a, Oh, light bulb. Wait, (laughs) I thought, I thought this was a what in the dang heck moment. Oh, (laughs) she's highlighting something on the dock. That is 100% a what in the dang heck moment. And I think you should still go first because my what in the dang heck moment will trump yours. Now yeah, that we're well, talking about it. <laughs> it will. <laughs> okay, so I'll be the grand finale. You lead up to us. Okay, okay. So yesterday I worked until like two because I started working at like, I don't know, really early. Like today I started working at midnight till 2.30. So oh anyways, weird times. Gosh. But I worked until like two and then I went to the beach because I knew some of the wives were on the beach. And I literally had not gotten any sun since I got here. And I don't know why, just like it was cloudy whenever I wanted to go out, which was fine. I'm not like looking to get tan, but I go out there. I'm sitting there and reading the book, um, Power of Silence by um, Cardinal Seurat (laughs) and like sitting on a beach chair or whatever. I have like my water bottle and this there's like... um, some Guam is like really, really majority military. If you're not, if you're not local, you're military. If you didn't grow up there, you're military. And, um, 
there was, I don't know, this guy that came up to some of the wives and I was kind of far away and he was like, yeah, I'm in the air force. He started talking to them. And, um, I don't, I think he's like an air force pilot. And so I don't know, they talked for probably an hour, hour and a half, maybe two, I don't know, like to the point where I was like, wow, I can't believe they're still talking. And, um, then he, I don't know, I'm talking to one of the other girls that was talking to him. He like turns to me and was like, oh, I didn't meet you. What's your name? I was like, oh, Cecilia. He's like, oh yeah, I'm Ethan. Um, and I had overheard part of their conversation. I was like, I heard you're like looking to have a baby. And he was <laughs> like, he was like, oh, no, no, like, yeah, but like we skipped a few steps. Like I messed up speaking. I like meant that I was looking for a wife and then to have kids, but I'm like really ready. And I was like, yeah, it's so interesting. You know, guys wake up one day and they're just ready. They can't like girls can't make them ready. Girl, like your girlfriend can't make you ready. If you're not ready, you have to just wake up and be ready. And he was like, that's what happened. Yeah. I had so many ex-girlfriends like, you know, try to get me to be ready. I'm like, yeah. And you just woke up. He's like, yeah, I did. And I decided I was ready. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Sounds like every other guy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, checks out. <laughs> yeah. Checks out. Um, and so he obviously knew I was married cause he knew that's why I was in Guam and he like goes back I don't know. He goes to the bar or something. I continue reading or talking to some of the girls and he comes back with this like drink and he stands in front of me and puts his back to the other girls really weirdly and was like, I just have to say, Cecilia, you're just like gorgeous. You're like one of the most stunning girls I've ever seen. And I got you a pina colada. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Is, do you hear that beeping? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Um, and I got you a pina colada and I was like, Oh, thank you. That's really sweet of you. Um, and he was like, I also put my number on the side. And I was like, Ethan, I'm married. <laughs> he felt understood for the first time in his life. Another woman understood what he has gone through. And he was like, this woman needs to know how much I love her. I like, Even I'm married. He was like, so am I. And I'm like, no, you I was just like, no, you're not. he's not married. <laughs> I know he's not. He definitely just had one too many drinks and decided to buy me a $15 drink. Nice. Um, so obviously I took it. I did drink it. I, you know, made sure that I was like, Hey, did you guys see him at the bar? Get this drink. They're like, yeah, yeah, it's safe for sure. It's safe. I was like, okay, I'm drinking this drink. Um, <laughs> it was really funny. It was like, I don't know. It was so random. It was totally what in the dang heck moment. Obviously I was flattered and I was going to drink the drink, but, um, I told Patrick, he's like, did he not see your ring? I'm like, I know, babe. He was like, it's massive. huge. <laughs> it's massive. But he, he didn't care. Yeah. He insisted. <laughs> yeah, he insisted. Um, are you sure you're not hearing that ding? I just heard it. Okay. I'm like, that's really weird. Um, so yeah, it was funny. The drink was great. Um, yeah, it was just funny. I'll just, take it. I'll take whatever. It, <laughs> it was so fifteen dollars is a lot. I'll yeah, take okay. A free drink. And the way he did it, it was actually I had never thought of this. You know how like paper can stick to the side of a drink mm-hmm. if it's like wet and the condensation. Yeah, 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 like the receipts. Yeah. Well, he put like Ethan in his phone number, and then he like wrapped it around the drink, and it just like stuck to the side of the drink. And he handed it to me. I was like, "Wow, he must do this a lot." I was gonna say <laughs> this, this is, is not his first. first. <laughs> Yeah. He's really trying to have a baby. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm dead. Oh yeah, it was so funny. Um, I hope I don't see him again. <laughs> <laughs> I hope when I see him, I'm holding hands with Patrick. <laughs> so yeah, that was my what in the ding heck moment. Um, but it doesn't come close to yours. So no, probably not. Because we're expecting number four, <laughs> which is crazy. And we're probably, we're probably already through the first trimester. Pregnancy number four. Yes. Pregnancy number four. She's Everyone, not having twins. I, no good. Oh, we don't know that actually yet, but uh, that doesn't run in the family. So, I mean, let's praise Jesus not. for babies, but let's just do one at a time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we are probably already through the first trimester. Um, we don't really know how far along I am yet. We have blood draw a blood draw this week as we're recording this on Monday we have one on Wednesday to quote unquote confirm that I am pregnant so that they can schedule an ultrasound to quote unquote but an me. ultrasound freaking confirms you're pregnant so anyways. I know I know but I guess they have wackos come in that are like I know I'm pregnant I'm pregnant and then like want to schedule an ultrasound but they're not actually I don't know I don't know but I'm literally like I have a small bump at this point and like I'm obviously pregnant but anyways um, I'm excited because, <laughs> yeah, I know. You got through well, the, like most of the first trimester without even knowing. I know, but it's so funny looking back on it. Cause I'm like, I literally, okay. First of all, rewind telling you guys here before I post on Instagram, because y'all are the ones that actually care enough about yeah. our lives, our thoughts, our opinions, what's going on in our worlds enough to listen Aren't to there an to hour and a half of us once a week. <laughs> So like <laughs> straight up, y'all deserve this. Um, and I will post on Instagram later. I'll figure it out. I don't know. I'll post whenever. But looking back on it, I've only known for not even a month. In five days, it'll be a month, roughly, yeah. give or take. 17. So yeah, I've literally only known we've been pregnant for like a month. But we are and absolutely you're... further along than just a month. Yeah, you're definitely um, like 10 weeks. Yeah, roughly 10, 10 or 11 weeks. And it's funny because looking back, it's like, oh, I should have so seen it. But I took an early, like I took a pregnancy test early January. I only had one cycle in December, right around Christmas time in December. Like meaning you got your period then? Yeah, I got my period then. And then I took a pregnancy test early January and they, they were negative. And so I was like, Okay. But and that I took was probably it, only a week after you ovulated. It was probably way too soon is the yeah. problem. And I took it because I was like, I'm just so emotionally up and down all over the place. Like I started wondering if I had postpartum depression, which is still not necessarily off the table, but it just like, I was like, something is so yeah, off. You and I was like was trying, wrong. I was testing pregnancy tests because I was like, I mean, I need an answer for something like there, ha- there's something not right here. Um, and now, now knowing that I've been pregnant this whole time is kind of like, oh, well, that, you know, <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> no um, wonder my hormones are all over. I know. I'm like, wow, okay. Um, but the crazy part of this is that we literally, like every night we pray for discernment with God over like bringing children into our family. And every, like, as soon as I'm like no longer pregnant, with so as soon as we had genie it was like every night we pray about it we pray about it we talk about it we don't know when my my cycle always kind of comes back around like nine or 
nine to 10 months yeah. postpartum. Um, that's typically when you stop breastfeeding too. Yeah. Mine lines up very much. So with when I, when breastfeeding kind of closes out. Um, and so we don't ever have to really discuss it or discern it like hardcore until that time approaches. And as that time approached, like I thought, well, maybe I have postpartum depression. Like there was just so many, you thought you were crazy. I mean, I literally felt crazy. I could not control my emotions. Like I normally could. I felt like there were days where I'd wake up and there's just like a dark cloud over me. This is when I started spiritual direction. This is when I started going to mental health, like life coach. Um, and so there was just so many things I was trying to like rule out and navigate. And it was just a weird, weird season of my life. And I still think I'm kind of coming out of it, but as we were like in that season of life, we were like, okay, maybe this is like, this is a grave reason. Like this is a serious reason. Meg needs to, well, yeah, psychological. Her- yeah. It's psychological. It actually files totally. under one of the five things. Um, and four, so we were like, we four. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Five. I'm thinking of, uh, love languages. I'm <laughs> yeah, talking to Avery yeah. about that. <laughs> There's five of those. Um, and we are like, okay, yeah, this is a, this is a grave, grave reason. We're going to figure my Meg out. We're going to figure out her brain. And we discussed this with the priest too, because I feel like it's always good to discuss with a wise, holy third party who has no, no, uh, nothing to gain, nothing yeah. to lose, you know? <laughs> Um, and he was like, how about you guys just let the season settle for a second? Like you guys have done a lot in three and a half years of marriage and maybe just for a second, take a breath and figure out what's going on. And we're like, okay, okay. Yeah. Good idea. And so we purchased the Mira because we were like, we don't know what we're doing here with NFP postpartum. And the day it came in is the day I felt nauseous all day. And I walk upstairs and saw it on our bed. And I was like, oh, cute. I'll figure out how this works in a little bit. Let me just go egg. Yeah. Go pee on the back and go pee real quick. And I was like, let me just take a test because I felt (gasps) weird all day. Took a test. And I've taken quite a couple since having Jeannie because I've been so weird mentally and emotionally that I'm just constantly searching for an answer. And I kind of forgot that I took it because I've taken so many. And then I looked over just thinking it would be negative because I've taken so many and they've all been negative. And it was glaringly positive. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I might have sworn once or twice because I was like, what the actual hell? <laughs> um, and then I was like, there's no better time than to tell Avery than right now. So I just went downstairs and told him and he was like, what? And like two days before this, we had quote unquote discerned that we were going to abstain for a little while. And God had already hit send. So, <laughs> so we were a little shell shocked for a bit. Um, we told our priest and he just laughed and was like, that is awesome. Y'all are awesome. Like, praise God. <laughs> he was like, praise God. And we were like, what? Yeah, we all just talked about this. What the heck? Um, God was laughing. So, so I know. God much. was just was like, like, y'all you're fine. Think. You're just pregnant. I know. <laughs> Get over yourself. Um, <laughs> And so it took us a little bit. There was definitely 24 hours. I was kind of angry with God because I was like, dude, we were, we, we are literally, we have never made it's a mind game. such a big decision. And we have never, like, we finally did. And we were very prayerful about it. We took our time. We were, we did not jump to this by any means. Like we spent months praying over this and seeking out solutions and answers to stuff I was dealing with. And 
And then you just like, we decided, we thought we decided with you. And then like, <laughs> apparently not. Apparently you decided something else, but we're He's all like, good job. Yeah. You have the ability to make a decision. And I also have a ability to make <laughs> a decision. Have a greater ability to make that decision. <laughs> um, so I was definitely angry with him for like 24 hours. And then I, there was a lot of peace about it. And then I was also definitely envious of Avery like guys are just so consistent and they're so stable like when it comes to like their emotions and mental health like everything yeah and I don't mean that as like a blanket statement like guys all guys all the time but just in general compared to women biologically guys are just so stable and consistent it's so easy for them to lose weight it's so easy for them to like you know just yeah oh my gosh the losing weight thing side note friggin' Patrick he's like oh yeah I need to get a pump in just 20 push-ups he's like oh yeah I'm feeling good now I'm like and you could notice a difference. I'm yes, like, you can notice right? it like in seconds. It like, actually makes you want to throw up. Yeah, it was like <laughs> you just did 20 push-ups and your mm-hmm. bicep is Are massive. Bulging. Now. Yeah. I'm like, he's like, yeah. all right, ready to go to the pool. I'm like, I hate every push-up. let me just do my 10 crunches real quick and I'll be ready too. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I was definitely envious of Avery for a bit. And both of these things were taken to confession and spiritual direction, of course. Um, but I just never felt like I got back to like a normal baseline after mm-hmm. Jeannie, like I did with Carrie, where I was like, okay. Like not postpartum cool. Meg, just Meg. Right, just like, just Meg, just Meg. Like I'm not even trying to have my six pack back. I've never gone for the six pack since college soccer. Like that's fine. I don't need it. But I just wanted to be just Meg, you know? And I don't feel like, I didn't feel like I ever got there. And so I was a little bit envious of Avery. And, and this has definitely not been the usual, like, we're like it was definitely a lot more of a stretch and like a It was a slow roll. A, a yeah. Slow yes. Burn. And I think that's why it's taken a while for us to like announce it and share it with people publicly. Cause it's just like, we're obviously like so excited and Avery's asking for specific prayers for a boy. So if like, pray specifically for a boy obviously we will love either well, um it's kind of weird because like prayers don't have a time stamp because like you already either have a boy or a girl but right it's right funny it, but it's like okay um <laughs> and yeah it's just it's been one where we've had to very much so practice what we preach and walk through like we a hundred percent believe everything that the church says about NFP and mm-hmm. welcoming children into your family. And it, it has been interesting because the mental and emotional like roller coaster I was on for quite a couple months, even before I was pregnant, there was some, there was some up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of just like faded out. Like it just is not even, and I don't know if it's because I'm not so inward focused anymore. Now I'm like, Oh, I'm pregnant. Like this is like, there is a purpose to any of the nausea, sickness, whatever, mm-hmm. like any of the suck, there's a greater purpose. Or if it was straight up like spiritual warfare, where he was like, let me get Megan to go inward and just like pick herself apart till she finds a million things wrong and just goes mm-hmm. crazy. Um, because he knew like things that were going really well in our family and our marriage and this baby coming and all this stuff. I don't know. It's just interesting how it works when you do surrender all of this stuff to God and you like, like he has made like this baby has honestly made you feel better. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm nauseous (laughs) as I'll get out. I avoid red like the plague, but it's just like the plague, but I would rather have, (laughs) I would rather have physical ailments than like 
the mental and emotional crazy psycho game that was happening in my head for months on end that Mm -hmm. I was like constantly seeking an answer out and trying to figure out on my own and like all of a sudden this baby comes along and we find that we're pregnant and it has not been an issue since and it's like that's so I don't know he's not a god of coincidences and so Mm -hmm. it's just it's also just a reminder of like yeah marriage isn't supposed to be easy like family life (laughs) isn't like supposed to be the easy vocation right and you're not gonna like because it's funny when we decided like okay we're gonna abstain for a little bit there was this huge wave of relief because we were like okay we can like plan some things out like we can like our kids will be further along it'll be easier when another one comes along it felt almost like like okay now we get to choose like we can plan everything out how we want to do it and it'll be really great you're like oh I have some control yay yeah yeah which is probably why God was like no you don't like (laughs) (laughs) crack that whip yeah (laughs) um but I think it was a very big dose of humility very quickly when we found out we were pregnant that it was like no this is like it's not supposed to be a walk in the park and it is gonna be tough and you're gonna navigate it and figure it out and you have each other and the church and the wonderful spiritual director and all these other things to navigate it with and like, it's just been so interesting too, because there's this, <laughs> this is maybe a side note, but there's this family of six at our church. They sit in the front row every single time. All four of their kids, the three boys wear suits. The girl always wears a really pretty Is it the dress. Asian family? The cutest little Asian family they're ever. They're so awesome. They are so cute, but they kind of like adopted us. It's this weird thing where they're just like, hello. And it's like, we're family. And every time after mass, their kids yeah. come up and hug us and say hi. And we're like, want to play with the girls. Yeah. yeah. And the mom instantly comes to hold Jeannie. And we're just like, okay, cool. Like, this is awesome. And it's just, she came up yesterday and was like, congrats. And like touched my belly, which is sometimes weird. Sometimes I don't care. And she did tell her Avery told him the first day, like, so I found out February 18th on Saturday, we saw them the next day at mass. We sat behind them because we always typically do. And something, I think they're like, how are you guys? And Avery was like, well, we just found out we're pregnant with number three. And they were like, and I was like, wow, we though I think we told them before anyone else, but <laughs> I don't okay. even know their names. <laughs> yeah, Rosenly. Rosenly. Um, and she's she gave me a sticky note with their numbers on it and their names and everything, and was like, Hey, like let us know if you need anything. Like, we we're so happy for you, all this stuff. And I was just like, that's so cool. Like, yeah, that does like every other time that we've had a baby we've been in a new place we don't know anyone we don't have a midwife picked out we don't have like a church community we don't have anything we don't have family or friends around us or anything it's always like a new thing and this is the first time where it's like everything's established and god just keeps putting these people in our lives that are like we want to help you let us know how we can help yeah okay okay so yeah we're pregnant (laughs) what in the dang heck (laughs) Oh, that is a what in the dang heck, even though it's like, well, we know how it happened. So I know that was the funny thing. You were the first person I texted and the second person. I I mean, literally WTF was my text to you because I was like, actually, what even? And then Gretchen, our midwife, was our second person we texted. And I was like, I mean, we don't even know. We were not even expecting this. She was like, do we need to have a talk about how babies are made? And I was like, (laughs) okay, Gretchen. No, we do not. (laughs) 
but that is so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll maybe one day we'll share how I responded to that text message. <laughs> Whatever you want, we can we can share that. <laughs> I have a screen recording of it in my phone saved, so we can just it's so good. Hold on to oh it. It's God. so great. Um, um, speaking of that little sweet Asian family, though. They were telling me about how their daughter was always really restless and the dad ended up spending like 95% of the time in the narthex with her during church. And but she, when she received her first Holy Communion, everything changed because we were asking them like, how do you, what do you do? Because Carrie is a raccoon and like, she's crazy. <laughs> Little raccoon. She's crazy. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh my gosh, when she had her first Holy Communion, everything changed. And so now, needless to say, I think about Carrie receiving her first Holy Communion all the time. Um, and I know that when she does receive her first Holy Communion, I will be purchasing formal invites to celebrate the wonderful occasion where she settles down <laughs> in mass from PA to papery. Um, that was like an A plus transition right there. Thank you. I have been doing this for almost two years now and it was about three, time I got good at it. Three. three. Oh my yep. gosh. Yep. We've been pretty much doing this our entire marriage. That's crazy. Yep. Speaking of marriage too, though, you could also get <laughs> wedding invites. Oh my gosh. Did you see the one where they had the wedding piece to Cana, like on the inside of the envelopes? Yes. yes on their Instagram. Yes. I was yeah. like, stop it right now. I want to have a second wedding just so I can order. Yeah. You guys need to look it up on their Instagram. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Just the most beautiful aesthetic, like so well-designed and thoughtful invites and stationary and like for any catholic occasion baptisms first communions weddings you name it i know it's engagement and wedding planning season so hit them up piedapapery.co p-i-e-t-a-p-a-p-e-r-i-e.co their links will be in our show notes and everything and they gave us 15 percent off your purchase with code heck yes all caps heck yes one five so check them every out. Every time, phenomenal. I mean, every time they pop up on my Instagram, I have regrets of not knowing. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, where were you? <laughs> it's beautiful. So it's They're stunning. So yeah. Um. Okay. Well, didn't what were you gonna talk about? The genius. Tip? Oh, my little light bulb moment. Yeah. Avery sent me this um podcast. I'll have to find the name and all that stuff later. But he told me to skip ahead to like a certain time mark, and I did. And he was talking about how you can be so successful, but you could still never be happy. And success and greatness are like two different things or he views them two different ways. Yeah, Success is a me game where you're constantly looking for the next thing to like give you that dopamine hit. That's like, oh, I'm successful. I'm successful. I'm successful. Whereas greatness is a we game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it benefits be- people beyond yourself and to strive for greatness is to actually attain a sense of happiness. Whereas striving for success just always leaves you wanting more. And I was like, well, that's so interesting because as soon as I started to pull back from my quote unquote success that I was having and chasing in mm-hmm. all of the business ventures that I have, as so- soon as I started pulling back from that and like focusing more on the home and the family everyone benefited, including myself, which I didn't expect to have. I expected to be the one that like lost in the bet. Like when I pulled back from my work, I was like, well, I'm going to be the one at the bottom of the totem pole who is not reaping anything from this. And it actually was not the case. So I shot that brought more greatness. So, okay. I'm trying to find this, um, Arthur Brooks. He just posted something like that. 
Um, mm. I've never heard of that name before. Arthur Brooks is he's a, a Harvard professor that teaches a class on happiness, and it's like the mo the longest like waitlisted class at Harvard. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Catholic. Um, okay, but he just posted dream of the person you want to be, not of how rich or powerful or famous that future self is, but about how the life you will lead and work you will do to serve and enrich others maximally, leaving behind a world that is better than you found it. Mm. That's like so on par with the rest of that podcast. Cause he told me just to listen to that timestamp and I did, but then I kept listening. So it was so mm -hmm. good. And it was just talking about like finding your purpose and how, like what you can serve, how you can serve others. And so many people often think like, okay, well, let me just go to the soup kitchen. And it's like, no, what do you have that you can use to benefit other people's lives? Likely right. it's something you've already gone through or done, or you've like failed at multiple times and you are now like professional, like we say in that, because you have gone through that experience and you can now mm -hmm. use that to shape other people's lives for the better. Mm -hmm. It's just so good. And I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah. Share. A lot of times, like something you went through can be used or as a conduit of grace to, um, be like the biggest contribution you could have back to the world. Yeah, totally. And I feel like people don't, they're so focused on like, well, let me make more money so I can ship it off to like Africa or let me just go work at the soup kitchen, which like all these things are great and fine. But I think you're missing a huge aspect of like you being who you are and what you have like mm -hmm. uniquely to gift others. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. Genius tip. <laughs> genius tip. I know. I don't know genius why. Tip. I like, genius tip. That's what I wrote. In the book. How embarrassing. Anyways. <laughs> um, I don't know why that just reminded me. Okay. So on our Patreon yesterday yeah. or two days ago, we read Megan's old diary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we'll have to do a podcast. We will. We'll bring the or you need thing. to just join our Patreon. Um, but yeah, we read Megan's letters to Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. lyl love you love lots, lots. <laughs> megan megan oh, oh so good so good i have been so loyal to him through all the years <laughs> i have also yeah i'm a loyal jb fan for sure except we um, were both let down by his newest movie we we waited to watch it together and we were both just like we didn't oh, even yeah, finish didn't... it because we were like this is so lame. stupid yeah i mean we still love you justin but what was that it's, it's because it was like his it was pretty much just the documentary because amazon prime put it out a documentary of him during covid and yeah, like them doing was, covid performances and it was like lame because yeah, i was like lame. yeah exactly i was this like wow <laughs> can't even see his face i'm only watching this for his face no <laughs> <laughs> okay so we had um a caller but the voice was kind of like bad so i'm just gonna read it from anonymous okay I wanted to ask you for your advice um, on my husband who is currently going back to school and I'm, I guess, the provider financially for my family right now. I'm working full-time remotely and also looking after our six-month-old. Do you have any advice for how I can build confidence for my husband? You can definitely tell that it's kind of been bothering him and he's not been able, since he's not been able to provide materially for my family since he's in school. And um, yeah, I just wanted to hear for any suggestions you had. So Ooh, that's we, a tricky situation. Yeah. So we, I mean, I have known people who have been in this situation. Okay. Um, 
And it's hard because it's so unnatural and like mm-hmm. anything you will read that's decent by whether it's you know, Alison Armstrong or Suzanne Venker or um, people that talk about the connection between like feminine and masculine um, mm. nature is rooted back to kind of like the primal instincts we'll the say like in the, yeah yeah they'll just say like yeah of course he's feeling that way like he's always gonna feel that way until he's, he's out of it until he's out of it which most likely is going to be the case um but what I have seen is some people kind of supplement that where he's working also so like he is driving DoorDash. He is mm-hmm. driving Uber, whatever it is. Like no one's below that. Yeah. Um, and it is honestly a great way to make money. Um, but he is still bringing something in and that feels purposeful. And, um, and always having that reminder that like, this is so that he can provide better, right? Yeah. This isn't a forever thing. This is so that he can you know, what is the end goal? Is it that you want to be a stay-at-home mom? So he's going to school for that to happen. And I don't know, writing that goal somewhere, somewhere always reminding him that. And then also you're going to have to be really conscious of like not complaining that you're working and you like, you might love working. Right. But even if you love your job, we all complain about stuff that we do. I know I do sometimes. And so, um, it's, you're going to have to probably keep some of that to yourself of like, I'm so exhausted. I'm so frustrated. I can't do it, you know, or somehow find someone else to talk to about that. (laughs) Yes. Or maybe his like DoorDash money goes towards like a nanny a few hours a week. And so it's like, he knows that money he's making is purposely helping you to help him. And so like, sometimes when that money is directly put towards something really specific, you can then be like, Oh babe, I'm so grateful. Like it was so nice having the nanny here. Thank you so much for, you know, driving eight hours this week. Like I'm so grateful for you. And so you can kind of put that like that small monetary gain towards something that actually benefits you to help him to benefit him. Right. Just a whole circle effect. Yeah. I mean, even, I don't know if this is relevant or not, but even if he works hard to get scholarships and stuff, I don't know what, I mean, Avery, it's a weird situation because Avery is in the situation here, but it's through the military. So he's still getting paid and he's still the the same amount. Yeah. Right. He's still the sole provider, but he does get extra scholarship. Like he's worked hard to keep and to get scholarships on top of it. And that's been really like a really big deal for him because at least in the military, you can't work more hours and get more money. You just get what you get. And that's it. You can be bad at your job or good at your job and still get You get the same paycheck. Yeah. (laughs) And so for him, it's like, I'm like, I'm really grinding because I'm like making extra money here and scholarships. And I know there's like so many scholarships out there. Um, So I don't know if that's something he already is doing or something. And that's almost like a job. Because yeah, yeah, if you're getting like 12 grand a semester or something, that's yeah. And, and oftentimes too, like if you guys are having a hard time balancing time for each other, time for the family, you working, him going to school, all that stuff, the scholarship might be the more strategic way to go about that. Because Mm -hmm. then it's like a one and done thing. He just has to maintain versus like door dashes. Mm -hmm. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. But yeah. Or, you know, like, I don't know if this is an option, but like, going part-time to school isn't a bad option either. Yep. 
if whatever's worth it, like if you put the harmony of your family as the top priority, whatever it takes to keep that top priority is harmony within the family unit is worth it. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So that's a hard position. I don't envy you just know that it is temporary and, um, nothing, there's not going to be a ton that you can say that builds his confidence, but there's going to be a lot that you don't say that could not dwindle his confidence even more. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good point. And it's almost kind of, I don't want to say encouraging, but it's like telling, I guess that he, this is not natural and that this is not sitting he well should like if right he, like it's a yes. good thing that if he was just cruising unsettled. totally fine like that would actually kind of be a red flag right and so maybe you even say like I admire how much you like want to provide for us and I want to make sure that you know like yeah. I see this as a way that you're providing for us mm-hmm. because in however many years or months or whatever you will be providing for us in a drastically different way than right now. And this is the work you have to put in before it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. And maybe you're going to have to like change some roles where he has to step up more around the house and have more duties like that, that feel maybe unnatural as well, but the whole situation is unnatural. So, right. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard. I know people that do that. I know someone who did that to get her husband through medical school. Mm. Um, yeah, it was hard, but they got through it and they're better for it. So yeah, keep going. It's hard. (laughs) Keep going. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So we're going to jump into some voicemails, but (laughs) I went to confession the other day and he was like, um, your penance is to say the stations of the cross and, um, specific penance yeah yeah and I was now he gave that same penance to everyone but um (laughs) but anyways I did the stations of the cross through the hallow app so Lisa who um owns like who created walking with a purpose bible studies it's like the same bible study that I did yeah um, yeah with my friends here she has a state spiritual stations on hallow And so it's really awesome. It's like under 30 minutes, but during Lent is the perfect time to do the stations of the cross. And it's great to have like her voice kind of saying it with reflections that are relatable. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was really, really great. So definitely highly recommend you can get Hallow for three months free um, at H-A-L-L-O-W backslash what in the dang heck three months free. It's so worth it. Just oh try it out. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. And I just add to like, I found the music section and I go directly to, I think it's called like sleeping music or sleep relax. I don't know. It's P it's a piano. It's a picture of a purple piano. And it's like, um, song Songtus is like just playing instrumentally and like Tonta Mergo yeah. just playing instrumentally <laughs> just in the background while I'm folding laundry. And I'm like, wow, this is a domestic church. <laughs> <laughs> this is but such it's a so domestic great church. because they feel like if you ever want to find like instrumental Christ- christian music it's like instrumental xylophony yeah and it's like i don't know it's just not it and i just love this so 
get that domestic church flow in all the vibes in it <laughs> get the incense candles get the you know just everything everything amazing um okay cool so voicemails let me pull them up here we had some good ones we're gonna start off with a super funny one Ooh, i like yes. felt like yeah i'm not even gonna say anything it was hilarious i need some laughs in my life <laughs> need some laughs all right <laughs> Here we go. Hey, girls. So I'm going to keep this one anonymous, but I have a wet in the dang heck moment from today. So I'm a second grade teacher. So we're still learning our phonics and everything. And our spelling words for this week have the double O and the U in them. And in our spelling words, those letters make the U sound. So I was writing one of them on the board. I was writing book on the board. And I must have zoned out or something, but I turn around and I was like, okay, everybody, what sound does the double O make in this word? And I was expecting to see some hands up or something, but instead I see everybody just laughing and faces turning red. I was like, what in the heck are they laughing at? And so I turn around to find out that the word I wrote on the board was boob. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I turn back around. Boys' faces are turning red. I'm laughing. Everybody else is laughing. It was just a silly part of our day. And (laughs) the crazy thing is I have 16 boys and six girls in my class. I only had two girls in my class today. So you can imagine where all the boys' minds were going and how – read their faces were getting and how many laughs were just going on in my classroom <laughs> I just thought it was the funniest thing I hope I don't get fired for this but I thought you girls would enjoy okay bye that's amazing it's so oh my gosh so good and what's best is like they're second grade so they're still like super innocent where they're not like perverted you know right they're not a bunch of weirdos they're just like that's that's inappropriate yeah like, that's <laughs> not the right oh, word that was not what she meant to write <laughs> that's but so uh, funny but uh, but it's like come uh, on guys come uh, on uh, 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 no one dared say a word <laughs> it's hilarious i had to i, I laughed so hard when I heard that also (laughs) like your voice is even like a graceful second grade teacher's voice I'm like wow you were made for that job yeah I mean she could have not said what her job was and I would have been like you're a teacher yeah (laughs) oh yeah so great love it just teaching the anatomy huh um (laughs) she's knocking all the all the all the subjects there we go yeah I was like wow we are not teachers we are not academics you guys okay (laughs) it's not what you're here for not what you're here for um okay so remember the bridezilla voicemail um I think it was two times ago where she was asking for like three thousand dollars for me it's bride each bride yeah uh-huh okay, she's like yes. what do i do what do i do yes yes okay yes. so we have someone called in who had a similar scenario and this is what she did and i'm like yes girl go Ooh. you hi ladies this is anonymous i just wanted to call and respond to um your podcast about the girl who had a friend who was a bridezilla i was in the exact same situation 
where my friend wanted us to drop about $2,500 each on her wedding. After all was said and done, that included the wedding day, the pre-wedding festivities, and um, it was way too much. To make a long story short, we actually decided it wasn't a good time for us to be friends before her wedding. And I took the money that I had saved for her wedding, and I went on a two-week trip to Europe. And I got to visit the Vatican, and we went to Rome, and it was so much more, like, well-spent than it would have been for one day for my friend's wedding, even though she was my best friend. So I just wanted to tell that anonymous caller, if she hasn't spent her money yet, it might be something that she could reconsider if there's something else going on in her life that that, that money could be better put towards. So. Anyways, thanks for listening. My heck yes is that I just heard you guys talk on this podcast about getting Chinese food, and now that's what I'm ordering for dinner. So thanks for the podcast. Take care. She's been influenced. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. It's too bad we don't get a kickback on that Chinese food. <laughs> Do you have an affiliate link for that? <laughs> Dang it. Oh, wow. Wrong. That is like, that's some really good advice, to be honest. That's hard though. Yeah. It was her best friend. Yeah. I guess me being on the opposite. I mean, I didn't ask for thousands of dollars, but having best friends not show up to my wedding, it's just like gut wrenching, but I guess, well, at least they had a conversation. She had a conversation with her. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) It also probably helps that there was like an actual reason, like a giant financial reason. Yeah. And not just like they just straight up didn't show up because <laughs> that would definitely suck more. So yeah, that's fair. Uh, kudos to her for like bringing it to light. And making a decision. Yeah, totally. I can respect that. Yeah, that would be hard for the bride. But I mean, when it comes to mo- like when it comes to that amount of money, you can't mm. just really be like you people can't pleasing. Be mad. Well, and you can't be mad that someone's like, I'm, I can't, I'm not going to. You can't tell them what to do with thousands of their own dollars. And you wish it could have like ended amicably where it's like, well, I would still love for you to come to my wedding. Like you don't have to be in it. That's totally fine. I'm not butthurt, but I would love for right. you to be there, you know? Yeah. But that takes a lot for probably the bride yeah. who's overwhelmed and wants yeah. money to do. <laughs> true. True, true. <laughs> yeah. So that's a hard one, but great advice. Thank you so much for calling yeah. in with that. Um, before we jump in to the next one, which kind of has to do with you, Megan, do you want to chat about mental health for holiness? Oh, yes, I do. Going back to sharing the pregnancy announcement with you guys and how up and down my emotions and mentality were in everything postpartum. I am just so grateful Talia with Mental Health for Holiness is a sponsor for us and is making herself available to y'all so that you're not alone in your mental struggles. And she helps you practice daily self-care so that you can recognize your self-worth, quiet your minds, which is what I desperately needed (laughs) in those those months, and be a fun, peaceful, loving mother that you dream of being. Because I think that's so much of our mental battle so often it's just every single day we're like I'm not being the mom I want to be and I know I could be so much better than what I'm doing right now Mm -hmm. so having her in your corner and having her advice and her wisdom and her direction and guidance is just like 
so necessary if you're struggling as well like I did. You can use code HECK20, H-E-C-K-2-0 for $20 off your first month of membership at mentalhealthforholiness.com slash contact. All of her stuff is in our show notes, but totally recommend at the very least reaching out to Talia and seeing if you guys would be a good fit because I cannot I cannot shout from the rooftops enough, like how important it is to get people in your corner that you can talk to once you become a mom. Yeah. Whether it's a spiritual director, whether it's a mental health coach, I don't care both and, or whatever. It's so, so good. And she's not intimidating at all. Like check her out on Instagram. She's so cute. So approachable. Like it's not something where you have to feel embarrassed or reach not clinical. Yeah. 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 So she's awesome. Okay, so this one, I'm just going to play the beginning of it because um, the end cut off. But Megan, this is all thanks to you. Hi, Megan and Cece. This is Mary-Kate. Um, I'm, I'm like so nervous to be calling because I can't believe I'm finally doing this. I started listening to your podcast in September. I'm still binging on it as much as I can, catching up. And I kept thinking I need to call in, but what do I call about? And, you know, what's my best story and all of this stuff. So here I am, finally doing it super spontaneously. Hope I didn't ramble too much. Um, so I'll start off with my heck yes. So there's this girl that I met actually through Megan's Instagram post that she made back in, I think it was September, um, where we all commented on it and we all figured out, you know, who is in our area that we can get to know. And we reached out to each other through this post and we've been friends ever since um and it's been a lot of fun we just kind of get coffee together she's single and i am a mom of one two on the way due in april um but we just kind of hang out it's been really nice we do have a lot in common she's awesome um so that's part of my heck yes the other part of my heck yes is that she just texted me and she's just out of the blue was like hey you guys might want to go on a date do you want me to watch your toddler sometime and i was just like that is the sweetest thing that somebody that's not even a mom or, like, you know, doesn't even, like, a lot of times single friends don't really know what you want as a mom or, like, can't, like, imagine what you would want. But, like, it's just, like, I can't believe that she just offered that out of the blue just because maybe I want to break. And it's just, like, anyway, heck yes to that. Shout out to Claire. You're awesome. Okay, that is so sweet. That's, yeah. like, unheard of when a single girlfriend like it's not even just because like they're just not thoughtful or anything it's just you're in totally different seasons of life so you like she said you can't even imagine or like comprehend what the best way to help or what the best offer would be and so it's just so sweet that she thought of that and I hope you took her up on it I'm praying you took her up on that offer I'm like please tell me take the date before the next baby comes (laughs) right exactly and it just makes me so happy that you guys met through that post there's still people that will find that post because I pinned it on my page I'm like shoot I should have thought more about the photo not that I hate the photo but I'm like it's going to be there for forever so I should have thought more about it (laughs) but there's still people that will comment on it and I just love that people are still finding other connections and like going back through the comments and finding their location and just like connecting through it Avery found that post the other day and was like babe you have like 2,000 comments on a post and I was like yeah 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 that's the one where like people all over are like finding other people near them and he was like oh okay okay that checks out oh yeah um but I just that makes me really happy because I know like good catholic girlfriends are hard to come by but they're like priceless totally. when you find them so 
Yeah. Totally. Oh my word. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Love that. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Thanks for calling in. I heard, I know that took some courage and you waited a yeah. while to do it. So you saved it, <laughs> you saved it for the right story. You did. You did. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's it. That's about time. Wow. It's about time. It's, it's the, it's the time. It is the time. <laughs> We're of a lifetime. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Megan's pregnant. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Oh, she's um, pregnant. I need to keep telling myself that. Megan, hello. Hey, be in there. You're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> like, should that be the title? I think we, I don't think we give it away with just the title. I think it's just like a Meg shares something. Meg drops a bomb. Meg. And people can assume because people are going to automatically be like, well, she's pregnant, you know? Pregnant. Yeah, we'll come up with something. We'll yeah. come up with something good. We'll brainstorm it. I got to figure out a topic or like a, okay, graphic. I'm pregnant. Goodbye. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so funny. All right. Well, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. We do. Happy Monday. Have such a great week. Um, and we'll catch you next week. See you next Monday. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. We'd love to hear your What in the Dang Heck moments. So call our hotline at 312-775-2615. And don't forget to subscribe, leave a rate and review, share with your best friend, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.